Well, what is up, everybody? Coming at you from my hotel room. I'm at uh, Liberty Township, Liberty Center in Ohio, near Cincinnati. Ah, great crowds this weekend. Great crowds. You know, ah, comedy is a motherfucker, man. Really, and I don't know if this is me or stand up or. Uh, I know, again, I'm supposed to be my own hype man and tell you everything is electric. <laughs> but you know, I use this as more like my diary. By the way, the shows have been fucking great. Great, great, great. I just learned more about myself this weekend. Stand up teaches me more about me, but wait. Every weekend, it is such a. Crazy little human condition lens to put yourself under every week. Because, um, tell me that you like it. Because, like, well, first of all, the show's been great, the crowd's been great. Um, I'm in my hotel room, so I just got the, uh, the phone, so I don't have any of my speakers, so you probably won't be able to hear the music, but. The show's been great. Prince and the Wolf fans have been out. Uh, fairly normal fans have been out. Um, and it's been a really, really good time. And, and you know what I mean by that is it, the human condition and all that is... I... I uh, No matter how much I do this, and I, I think it's one of the things that drives me, but I think it's also one of the things that holds me back a little bit. And, um, oh, I want to tell this story too. This might be a long one. Maybe I'll save this story. Um, uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm just writing it down so I don't forget. Yeah, so I'm trying. You know, you guys know I want to do this stuff about being a kept man and and uh, my goals for being a kept man and Beth's career being great. And so I want to work on that whole bit. But it is so different, and it is, it is such a... a a jump from the stuff that I've been writing because you know anybody who's seen me knows that I just do stories, 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 stories. So I know the beginning, middle, and end going in, pretty much. You know, uh, even if I have to make some of that shit up, I kind of know because I've been telling stories forever where I want to go. Being a kept man is just an idea, right? You know what I mean by that? It's just a concept of this is kind of something I want to do. Be a kept man. But there's no beginning, middle, end. There's no, it's not clear like that. And I'm really struggling on how to write it, how to compose these jokes. It's really been a great challenge for me. But I've been, you know, I work it and I try to do it like I do it with, um, let's hit shuffle and see what comes up. Jay-Z, run this down with Rihanna and Kanye. I have a strong dislike for Kanye, but I do like some of his music, man. And Rihanna. (gasps) Rihanna is just fine as fuck. 
Um, so yeah. So it's been like, and then when I told that joke, sometimes when I tell that, I get really self-conscious when I, when I'm not on stage delivering something with confidence. I can really tell, and it and it permeates through the rest of my act. And I also, if I don't hit a ten on the show, I feel like uh, nobody had nobody had a good time. Like I really have. As I've gotten older, I've gotten harder on myself. But um, even the shows that I don't that I don't consider that I didn't consider tens here, I think people had a good time. Like it's really such a mind fuck sometimes. But it's also what I love. It's like that puzzle that I keep trying to figure out, and I think I'm like, oh, these are the last two pieces, and then I'm like, well, wait, I fucking lost a piece. I only got one piece. Where's the other piece? And I'm constantly looking for that other piece. And I think that's kind of what drives me. And it's also, it's been my greatest asset and my greatest downfall. Because because I get bored and I get restless, like, I change my style. I change my, what I talk about. Uh, and I, I, I turn over my material a lot. I don't give it enough time to kind of marinate. I don't travel with one hour for a year and a half you know if you saw me this weekend if you saw all four shows so far so far you saw four different shows you saw one show where i only played two songs but you saw another show where i did a half an hour of songs and so i think sometimes that hurts me because people don't know exactly what they're coming to see sometimes still when i break out the guitar people are like oh fuck oh speaking of which i have to play a couple songs for somebody asked me to play for their birthday they asked me to play one of their songs but i don't have a mic stand here like I do at home. So I don't know how I'm going to prop that shit up. Uh, and then I want to play one song for you guys that I um, am hoping will be my closer, but I will need help from you guys to do it. But somebody wanted me to sing um, my song about uh, my socks. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can prop this mic up no i think we may be fucked i don't have a mic stand i'm sorry if i can't figure it out by the end of this i'll uh i'll do it on my uh next podcast from my house but um but yeah so stand up it's been a real ooh. i'd love to hear from you guys who've come seen the show where you feel like the guitar helps hurts uh how you felt when i brought the guitar on stage first um how do you feel about this the show in general like, cause for me, my goal is no politics. I don't talk politics in my show because I feel like we all need a fucking break from that shit. And not only that, that's not how, that's not really my vibe. Like I talk politics with my friends and family and, or things that are important in the country. But as far as entertaining for me, and I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong. I would love to be able to do what fucking Rogan does or what Burr does or what Chappelle does, you know, not my style. I'm, it's not that I'm not socially conscious, but my my humor lends itself to just a kind of fun and entertaining as opposed to poignant and provocative. Evocative? One of the two. Um, and so, but yeah, I, I'm curious to hear what, be, what people have to say. Uh, but I'm having a great time here uh, writing. Um, you know, the people here saw, for most of the shows, a brand new hours. 
So I hope you guys like those brand new hours. And um, and yeah, man, I'm, uh, uh, I'm having a great time out here. My next week will be out in Mohegan Sun and coming up right now. Come on. Stevie Wonder? Contusion? Songs in the Key of Life, which is top five album of all time? Don't get that shit twisted. What? So, anyways, uh, yeah, there's that. And um, what else did I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, the Olympics. Oh, I just started watching Game of Thrones. By the way, I'm in season three. But let me get to the Olympics first. The Olympics. I'm sorry, everybody, and I'm rooting for the Americans. And I come on, USA, and I don't give a fuck, not a flying fuck about the Winter Olympics. And I, I am not. This is not a disparager. This is not a disparaging remark about the athletes. They're more athletic and more talented than I'll ever be combined in my life. They have more talent and athleticism in their little pinkies than I've ever had ever in my entire body. And they train and I respect the hustle and the dedication and who gives a fuck. I'm going to read to you the sports in the Winter Olympics. And I'm trying, guys. I'm really fucking trying. But it's just like Dancing with the Stars. Like, I didn't give a fuck about ballroom dancing before. And now you're putting stars, and that's in quotations, on the show who I don't care about. So you want me to watch people I don't care about do something I don't care about? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. Now, you would hope that my interest in the Winter Olympics, even though, because I don't care about any of the sports, you would hope that my interest would go up because it's for I'm rooting for America. Yeah, man, I still am. I, all the way I'm all in on America let's go but alpine skiing uh what that I mean these might be fun sports to watch in person I, I would tell you this about rodeo I say the same thing about hockey hockey live is phenomenal but hockey on tv is just about the sleepiest shit maybe the playoff games unless you're a huge hockey fan like look I'm a huge baseball fan so I can watch it on TV. But I get it when people are like, that sport eats dicks. Yeah, I get it. You watch it on TV. And if you don't like it already, you're fucking for sure not going to like it watching it on TV. That is sleepy as shit. Oh, my God. Like, if I didn't love baseball, three and a half hours of that shit, of nothing, oh, it would drive me crazy. With hockey and soccer, too, that big-ass field, you can't see how fast those guys move. On TV, you can't see how fast those dudes move on the ice. They're flying. It's boring as shit on TV. Alpine skiing, I can't imagine would be any better. That's just someone going straight downhill super fast, right? Like, and I don't want to see people crash, but that's the only thing that's interesting. So I'm out on alpine skiing. I don't even, like, I don't know exactly because I don't know a lot about the sport, but I'm not sure how much of an athlete, it seems like you just have to have good balance just to get on some skis, tuck it, and go. Because you're not really doing, you got to be in that crouch position for a while, which is, that is not easy to be in that hover spot. That hover spot is difficult. Uh, Difficult, difficult, difficult. But Alpine skiing, sport? Do you need to be an athlete? Maybe, I guess. I don't know anything about it. But boring as shit to watch. The biathlon. Uh, I think the biathlon, guys is the cross-country skiing with the shooting. So I guess if you're training to be some sort of 
Russian spy. Oh, come on. Tom Petty, you're so bad. This is what I would listen to if I was doing the biathlon. Just cross country, one leg at a time. Uh, uh, uh. And then take the gun out. Yeah, that's what it is. If you're a biathlon, I understand. If you're like a KGB and you need to mission impossible your ass over across some, you know, the Siberia to shoot somebody from 500 yards away, that makes sense. But as a, an Olympic sport that I'm going to watch, guys, cross-country skiing as a sport is not entertaining to watch. Now, the gun would be interesting if you were shooting your opponents. Like, if you could set up around a bank and you could take somebody out, like, with a blow dart to the knee or something, I might watch that. That's a little Hunger Gamesy. And that, if they made Hunger Games a winter sport, I would watch that shit, like, right now. But, like, with tranquilizers, so nobody dies. What? That's not a terrible idea. What? So people got trank guns? And the, or they got... They got one of those little straws. Probably not a straw. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and see if that's a possibility. A real Hunger Games? Eat dicks. That's great. So let's put a pin in that one, but still biathlon, pretty boring. Bobsleigh. Guys, otherwise known as sledding with your friends, otherwise known as hopping in the toboggan and just bending over and gripping. So I guess, but like again, as something to watch on television. The only thing I keep wondering is if there was a little off ramp, like a like a jump, how far in the air would these people get shot? Like that? Again, if we're gonna make that a little more fun, Alpine skiing, if you're gonna make it a little more fun, I think during one section, people should be able to throw shit at you going down the hill. Biathlon better if they're shooting at their competitors. I'd say the bobsleigh is better uh, if there's like a little, a couple jumps or ramps where they just got to go airborne. And let's just see. You know, because when you go up in the air, like, you know that they'd separate from the bobsleigh. And then they'd land on it. That'd be fucking great. But bobsleigh, not a great, not a great uh, TV sport either. Cross-country skiing is the other one. I think we've gone over that. Curling. Now, I think curling should be a drinking sport. Right. So as they're, you know, you shuffle it and then, you know, how they, they, comb, they, you know, try to what is it? Comb, not comb the ice, but brush the ice or whatever the shit they do, because uh, the ice is bumpy. I don't know if you know that it's not smooth like a hockey rink. It's bumpy. So when they're doing it, they're trying to smooth it over and give the. Oh, come on, Portugal, the man. The song is called Rich Friends. This whole album's good, by the way, if you guys are wondering, not just that one song. Um, okay, so, yeah, I think we uh, I've made it pretty clear where we're at with that. Cross-country skiing, boring. Curling, guys, I'm telling you, you put some beer in there, and, and as they're combing the ice, the person who pushed it has to shotgun a beer. I, or, or I think I think it's terrible. And then so as the game goes, those people get more and more fucked up. And their curls or whatever just get, I think that would add a little bit to it. So I, I say that the guy who's, 
pushes it has to shotgun beers and the dudes who are combing the ice have to take bong rips and i'm on board figure skating okay i uh, it's the one sport out of all of these besides maybe hockey that i uh, might be able to watch just a little bit because it just i'm uh, i really am anytime i see people doing tricks on skates like, a trick for me on skate would just be standing up. If I could stand up and go 10 feet straight, that would be a great trick. So when I see these people twirl and jump and all that, that's pretty impressive. Um, but I don't like the stuffiness of it. I don't like the fake smiles. I don't like the music. I wish I could get gritty and real and just like when they land at a jump, scream like, fuck yes! You know what I mean? Or they just get a little more gnarly. I would think I would like it a little more. It's all still a little too prim and proper for me. I'd like it to get a little gritty. You know what I mean? Like just somebody come out with just like, you know, the dude's just in a thong and she's just got like nipple clamps on. And then we just do like they're, they're skating to Marilyn Manson and shit. You know, and he pulls like a chicken out of his ass. Like that would be for me. I'm on board for that. But as it is, I could watch a little figure skating. Freestyle skiing. Uh, same thing, guys. My thing with that is that, you know, the gymnastics people do better jumps and tricks and all that stuff. So I like that. I'm already watching that. And the ski one, I don't, it's not, not for me. Ice hockey. That's the thing, ice hockey. I'm in. Luge. Feel the same way about luge as I do as bobsledding. Nordic. I mean, all that shit. The, the speed skating. The skeleton is a single luge. It's like the bobsleigh, ski jumping, snowboarding, speed skating. Guys, all boring as fuck television. I'm sure it's great to be there. And I would love to be in that Olympic village where they hand out 90,000 condoms and they say, go at it. Or whatever the fuck it is. But it's can't. this is not the Olympic sports. And not only that, most of those sports that I just, you know, I read off. Those are rich people's sports, man. If you grew up with no money, you didn't ski. You grew up with no money, you didn't fucking ski. You didn't curl. You didn't play hockey if you didn't grow up with no money, that's for sure. Right? You didn't, you didn't skate. It, these are a lot of rich people's sports. It, it, to me, they're very exclusive. Oh, there goes the guitar. So I'm not a big fan of the Winter Olympics. Um... I really want to figure out how to play, how to hold this guitar, but I don't think I can. I'm sorry. I just started watching Game of Thrones. Oh, guys. Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade. Come on. Oh, come on. Now go run through a window. So good. All right. Hey, guys, I want to say something to you guys, by the way. And this is so good for people that come to my shows and... I remind everybody on my shows, but this is such a, it permeates through my crowds and I really love it. I just want to remind you guys too, before we move on with this fairly normal is that, hey, don't believe those motherfuckers. Don't believe the people on CNN. Don't believe the people on Fox. Don't believe the polls that you read. 
Don't believe anything you read on the internet. Believe somebody who travels around this country every weekend. And I'm not one of those inflammatory guys. I got com- I got friends of mine in comics who are very inflammatory. They rile. They're riling their people up against the other side, against the threat. Guys, let me tell you something for sure that I know for sure as I travel around this country. We have more in common with each other than we don't. Those people who are riling you up, the government, your representatives, whoever the fuck. If there, there, you, there's differences between riling somebody up and just having a point of view, without a doubt. And people do it differently. I want to remind you, we have more in common with each other than we don't. How do they rile you up? It's the three or four hot button issues that, that people disagree on. But guess what? We agree on a million other things. They don't talk about that, do they? They don't talk about the things that can unify us that we agree on, that we all can get behind. They just keep hammering the things because that's where they want you to start your conversation, disagreeing with each other. So you cling on to their little fucking thoughts and ideas. Let me just tell you something. We have more in common with each other than we don't. Stop being scared of the fucking people who have different ideas. All right? There's too much black and white. That's the problem. There's too not, And I don't mean my race black and white. I mean like this is this and it can't be any other way. And then somebody on the other side will give you an example of how. There's always an example. You can always give an example. That's why nothing is black. There are a few things that are black and white. Murder. You don't murder people. You don't fuck kids. You know what I mean? You don't rape people. Black and white. But there are other things where there are opinions. Okay? And everything's a gray area. You can always find the one example of someone who's going to, to support your opinion. That's fine. Gray area, guys. Most of us live in gray area. I know for fucking sure. There are tons of things I'm like, well, I, I think it should be this way. And someone gives an example. I'm like, well, besides that, there's always examples. All right? And here's the thing. Like, it makes me laugh, man. White dudes. I know we're getting it hard right now. But here's, it makes me laugh how butthurt some of us are, man. Now, look, are we blamed everything? Are we for blame? To blame for everything? No. No, and it's a little out of control. Do I think it's a little out of control? Yeah. But the system was out of control. White dudes have been in control here for a while. We've had a pretty good run. Oh, hello, everybody. Fits in the tantrums. Hand clap. Yeah, man, I like that song. But we've had a good run of it. Now, are we to blame for everything? No. And by the way, the fact that we had a good run of it, I know people are talking about it's racist or it's sexist or whatever. It was a patriarch. It was a patriarchy. It's the way the system was. It's just the way time evolved. It was like, I don't look back at my grandmother who... You know, when my, 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 one of my older brothers only, has only ever dated black women. And I remembered my grandmother called her colored. And we were just like, hey, yo, yeah, you can't do that. But for her, that was the politically correct word, right? It's like when we, you go back and you start rewriting history, it's just different times. It's different times. All we can do is correct now. Do you know what I mean? And look, white guys... The system is correcting itself. 
And the reason we've been in charge isn't necessarily because it's racist or sexist. First of all, not racist. There was just a lot more of us. There still is. So white people are going to be in charge for a while because there's more of us. And I know you, I know people would say that's racist. And let me give you my, I always go back to sports for my example. Is it racist or do you just kind of gravitate towards what you're familiar with? Do you gravitate towards the people who kind of look like you? I go back to when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were in a home run race. And I remember people talking about this. It was like, it was racist. The white people are rooting for McGuire and the Hispanic people are rooting for Sosa and black people are rooting for Sosa. And is that racist? I don't blame the Puerto Rican or, or, or the Hispanic people to rooting for Sammy Sosa. Although white Sammy Sosa might have something to say about that right now. But you're rooting for the person that you are familiar, that you like relate to. That doesn't, it's not racist. Like if a black girl, little girl wants a black Barbie or a black kid wants to sit on black Santa's lap, that they should. That's what they relate to. That's not racist. It's also wasn't racist. Look, white folks were rooting for McGuire. Guys, you kind of fall in line with what you're familiar with, with what you relate to. I, I, I think we're too, is that a form of, I know some people would call that macro or micro racism? I don't know. I don't know if it is. I, I, I just don't. I think we're too quick to use that word. And and, and, and I, you guys know me. I, I hate to get into this shit. And I start to rant. And you know. Uh, I, I know sometimes I'll probably end up saying things that people are like. That's not. But look. White folks. White dudes. It's just somebody else's turn to eat at the table right now. It will correct itself back. This is one of my favorite Beatles songs. Let's get back. So, yeah, we're going to eat a little shit for a little bit. We're going to eat a little shit. Because there are other people in this country who want their voices to be heard. It makes me laugh, man. We still have voice. We still have a voice. Don't worry. And no, not everything's our fault. But for a couple seconds, we got to take it. We, we, we got to take it. And I will say this, though, okay? Okay. All right, I'm finally... I'm going to... You know what? I was scared to get into this shit, but I think I'm just going to have to jump into it. Uh, it's just like with the gray the gray area where... I've been scared to talk about this because it's such a, a hot button topic. But like... What I mean by gray area is like... If we take this... And I hadn't talked about Aziz yet because I just don't like him personally I don't, actually I shouldn't say that I don't know him personally I don't like what I've heard about him personally the way he's treated comics but what I mean by gray area is like and what I mean by like there's not black and white and everything okay it makes me laugh when I hear guys now like well I don't want I don't know what the rules are now I don't know what the rules are I'm just not gonna hire women I'm not gonna talk to women I don't know what the rules are that shit is so dumb that shit is, you're being fucking dumb. The rules are don't be a creep. The rules are don't, know how to act. The rules are don't touch people who don't want to be touched. The rules are don't make sexual advances at work. Don't, don't use your power to coerce or force someone to have sex with you. Don't, don't be, don't, don't rape somebody. Don't have them do, right? 
Those are the rules. Those have always been the fucking rules, guys. Always been the rules. But I think what guys are saying is this. Like, look, you know, I have a daughter. I have a daughter. And so, and I don't think this is, and I know this has been called victim blaming, and it is not victim blaming. Like, if you commit an assault or rape, you deserve to have the fucking book thrown at you. You deserve to be in jail, man. You deserve whatever the penalty is you fucking deserve. All right? There's no excuse for it. But I'll tell you something else right now. If I would tell my daughter, if you go back to a dude's hotel, house, apartment, and you don't want to mess around, as soon as he makes that first move and you say no, you get the fuck out of there. That's not victim blaming. That's not victim blaming, guys. I'm not blaming the victim. But it's just like if you were walking in South Central at 1 a.m. and you got beat up, that person who beat you up should go to jail. And then I would ask you, what the fuck were you doing there? Right? You don't deserve to get mugged because you're there? Oh, look at this. Old school puddle of mud. She hates me. You don't deserve to get mugged just because you're walking there. That's bullshit. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it could have been avoided. What the fuck were you doing there at 1 a.m. walking down the street in South Central? Right? That's all I'm saying. If the dude makes a move on you, get the fuck out. Because I'm telling you right now, and this isn't right. This is reality. The, the thing that I've heard guys get beat up for online. Well, you're just saying, are you saying that it's the woman's fault that she's staying there? A guy can't control himself? I'm not saying any of that. I'm not condoning the behavior. But I am also living reality. And as a man, as a man, if I make a move on you and you say no, but you stay, I'm fucking confused. Why did you come to the room? You came to the room really just to watch TV? No, not me. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 as a, right? So there's no condoning the behavior. But at the same time, why put yourself in a situation that makes it riskier? That's all I'm saying. Like, what? And I know women are like, well, why can't men control? They should control themselves. But at the same time, if a woman comes to my room and, and well, I'm a bad example because I'm married, but if someone comes to a man's room, and he makes a move on her, and she says no, and he says, okay, then you should leave then. She's going to leave and tell all her friends he was an asshole. Well, which one is it? Like, he just wanted to fuck. Yeah, he probably did. He's probably got enough friends, and he doesn't need another one. So I don't understand why it can't be both. He should go to jail. He should get in trouble. But at the same time, I would tell my daughter, next time, when he makes that move, get the fuck out of there. He's going to make another move. So what I would suggest to dudes, look, don't stop making moves. That's not what women are saying. They're not saying don't make a move on us. They're not saying stop making advances. They're saying make it proper. And when we say no, that means no. At the same time, ladies, and what I would tell dudes, young dudes, you got to be honest as you can. If you say, hey, you want to go back to my place? And she says, yeah. And you say, hey, I want to have sex. And she says, no. Then just say, then don't come back to my place. And then you can't tell that dude he's an asshole. 
It's like that Lena, Lena Dunham shit where she was all over Odell Beckham Jr. because he didn't pay her attention to the table. No, she can't have it both ways. And this is what I'm saying to guys. You got to be respectful. You can't do shit somebody doesn't want you to do, but then you got to start being honest. You got to start being honest. And, 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 and women, you have to start to understand. For me, if I was single, that I would be so fucking honest, brutally honest, which is, hey, we're going back to my place. Do you want to have sex? No? Okay. Cool. Well, then you shouldn't come back to my place. Or if you come back and she, you make a move on her and she says no, then just ask her to leave. It should be up to the guy too. You should also be completely honest. As long as we're here, be completely honest. But I, I think it's wrong to... I think it's wrong to exonerate yourself from any responsibility, for any accountability. If you're in a risky situation, I'm not saying that, that, that it should be a risky situation, but if you live in reality and you consider this to be a risky situation, and by me risky, you're going to be in something and he's going to keep asking you, get the fuck out of there. Get up, walk away. So, and that's my thing. This is Iggy Pop, everybody cry for love and i know i'm probably gonna upset somebody who's gonna be like men should this is not a, i'm not victim blaming everybody everybody should feel like to me safety is such a feeling safe is something as a man i take for granted a lot i do i take for granted a lot man I'm not scared walking to my car. I'm not scared in a parking lot. I'm not, I'm not scared at my house. I'm not scared anywhere at a park. I'm not scared. So, like, I totally get that. But that's why it's always confusing to me. Like, women, you're smart. You know he's going to make another move on you. I, I would love to hear from you. Why stay? I mean, and I mean that honestly, like this is, this is not a, you know me, I'm, this is not a forum to yell, scream at each other. I'm really honestly curious why, if he's made a move on you, you've said no, why stay? You know, he's going to make another move because you know, in his mind, you've said no, but you're still there, which means you don't really mean no. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's what he thinks. I'm saying that's what he thinks. So my question is, if you know that, and I know that. Why stay? Again, not blaming you for staying. You have every right to stay. And he should fucking hear no. But you know what's going to happen again. Why stay? I go back to that fucking South Central. You're walking in South Central or wherever, whatever bad neighborhood at 1 a.m. You're walking out there by yourself and you get beat up. Man, I hope they catch that person who robbed you and beat the shit out of you and stuck their foot in your ass. But what the fuck were you doing there at 1 a.m.? That is dumb as shit. What the fuck were you doing there? Is that victim blaming? No. That person should go to jail. But what the fuck were you? You don't have any accountability for that shit being there at 1 a.m.? If you know that there's a dog in your neighborhood that bites, right? And you found, you're going to go put your hand in that fence just to see if it bites you? No. Now look, if the dog bites you, that dog should be put down. But then what the fuck were you doing there, that dog? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck were you doing near the dog? That's all I'm saying, guys. 
sometimes I just feel like sometimes people get when they try to have an honest dialogue, they they get shamed. They get shamed. And it happened to Matt Damon, and he just did an article on E.T. where he was like, a, not E.T., the movie, where he was like, I just need to shut up and take a back seat. And that is kind of true for guys. Like I said, right now, we really do, in a way, need to sit back and listen to what women are saying. Listen, they've been holding a lot of shit in out of fear for years. Listen, but at the same time, you can't exonerate yourself entirely. You know what I mean? And what he was saying was there's a difference between rape and someone making a terrible, unwanted sexual advance at work. And where do, how does that balance itself out? And what I would say to him is it will balance itself out eventually. It'll correct itself. But right now, the system was so far tilted in white dude's favor for so long that it's just uh, eventually finding its way back you know and that's all um okay what is that what's not well i don't want i'm sorry that was not what was supposed to happen and this is miranda lambert me and your cigarettes that's all i'm saying guys right we need to have be able to have discussions why guys need to stop being so butthurt in general right and we need but you also we need to hear each other man we need to hear each other. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You know me. What the fuck? Why can't we all just fucking have a good time? Shit. That seems to be out of the loop. Nobody's having a good time anymore. All right. We're going to try right now. I'm going to try to do this song for this woman. She asked me to do it for her. I don't know if it's in tune. Okay. So this song. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. The song I wrote. Might be too loud, the guitar. Or right, this song my buddy wrote. My buddy and I, I wrote him a some words and shit for a video he wanted to do for his dating profile. And um, so this song is what I would put on top of my dating profile because he said that everybody lies on their dating profiles and I don't want to lie. So this is the song that I would have put on my dating profile. And um, it would be a true, it would just about me. I wouldn't lie on my song. I would just tell the truth. And so this is the song that I would sing and guys come to the shows i want to hear what you think about the guitar hold on i'm, I'm making my own little stand right now hold on everybody oh this is gonna be so out of tune hold on hold on everybody oh i think i just made it i think i just made it a mic stand out of my guitar bag all right, here we go. Oh, yeah, man, perfect. Look at that. It's like, I mean, as a Jew, I'm not used to being able to cobble shit together. Wilco. Shot in the arm. All right, here we go. Song I would put in my dating profile. 
if stay. Okay, this is gonna be really close. Oh, this is how I'm gonna do it, guys. This is the worst podcast ever. There we go. All right. Here we go. All right. This is the song that I would put on my dating profile. I'm going to have to turn Wilco off because that is throwing me the fuck off. All right. Dating profile. All right. This is what would be on top of it. It would be the truth. You know that I want you, baby. You know that I need you, baby. You know that I got you, baby. So come, let me please you, baby. But I fuck with my socks on. I fuck with my black socks on, girl. I fuck with my socks on. I fuck with my black socks on, girl. Got bad circulation, baby. My feet are like ice cubes, baby. Deep vein thrombosis, baby. I'm on medication, baby. That's why I fuck with my socks on. And I fuck with my black socks on, girl. Couple other things I should probably tell you. My legs are pale, they're almost kinda light blue. There's a chance that I'll Dutch oven you. And my stamina's not what it used to be, so when we bang, you gotta get on top. But I'll have my socks on. And I'll have my black socks on, girl. And I also, I also shave my shoulders. Wow, there you go. Pretty exciting. That was for you. I don't remember what your name was, but you said you want me to play it on today's podcast because you were going to. Have you, you were going to play it at your wedding or something like that. So how can I turn that down? Guys, I'm going to, I want to start doing uh, one night out of my weekend, just the songs. I know some of you are like fucking guitar songs. Trust me, they're not as terrible as you would think they are, right? They aren't, they aren't as terrible as you think they are. We're going out on a little dandy Warhols. Big Indian. Listen to Prince and the Wolf. Keep listening to Fairly Normal. Tour dates, ComedianJoshWolf.com. Go see Forever My Girl. I got something real fun coming up with my buddy Jeff Wild. We're going with Jeff now. No more Jeffy. He's a grown-up. Mohegan Sun, those tickets always sell out. Special guests that weekend joining me. I don't want to say who they are, but just go ahead and look at who else is performing that weekend at Mohegan Sun. 
And uh, hey, Bobby Bones, when are you coming on my podcast, man? All right, everybody. Hey, be good to each other. What the fuck? It's so much easier than being an asshole. And I'm telling you, be nice to somebody who you know has different views than you. See what you end up talking about. You end up talking about shit that you guys agree on. I don't care if it's a football team, whether you guys like dogs, whether you knit, whatever the fuck it is. Find things you agree on first. Because then when you get to the things that you don't agree about, you will have a more civil conversation. You won't start with fuck you. You'll be like, all right, well, this person I has so many other things that we agree on. So I, they're clearly not insane. They're clearly not a conservative or a libtard. They're not, you know, out to shoot everybody or crush my First Amendment rights. Oh, this is just a regular person. Go be good to each other. It's so much easier. Let's right this ship. It's up to us to right the fucking ship, guys. And listen, like I told you, I'm not a kumbaya dude. I'm not up here saying we should love everybody. I think that is dumb. That hippy-dippy shit, and it doesn't work. We don't love each other. Respect. 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 If they're not hurting somebody else, you, you don't have to agree with what they say. But you should respect it, and they're right to say it, and the right to be who they are. Are they hurting you? No? Mind your own fucking business. We're in this together, everybody. Whether you like it or not, not everybody's going to agree with what you say. You are going to live with people who don't agree with you. So it's up to you. Do you want to fucking think about different ways to choke them out every day when you wake up? Or do you want to say, I want my life, my one time on this rock, to be more enjoyable? Up to you. That's the thing. It's up to you. It's not up to them. They are not in charge of how you feel. Don't let their fear-driven shit drive you to that. It's up to us. Be good to each other. Come on, this song's so good.